I am so inspired and motivated this morning. Uh, believe you me, and and that is the reason I uh, wanted to take this topic this morning. It's an inspiring faith for me uh, that inspired me to take this topic uh, of saying that he has got it and staying strong in faith. And just before I start, I, a quick testimony for two minutes. Uh, like uh, Samson said, it all started on the 26th of uh, December when I had a little bit of fever, uh, uh, about uh, 101. And uh, to continue till the 27th, uh, I took some paracetamol and then it subsided on the 28th and we had a business travel. So we decided on 28th morning, we ride down to Thaney. We drove down to Thaney and uh, 28th evening is when my wife Alice, uh, she had some chills in Taini that night. And uh, well, uh, it was for a day again, and uh, she had a paracetamol and she rested the entire 29th. And I was doing the business part with the client's uh, premises. And uh, everything was going well, but we were still feeling tired and uh, worn out, uh, fatigued so much that we could not do anything, but still we finished our work in Taini, we moved to Madurai, we finished a day's work there, and then we uh, headed back to uh, Chennai on the 31st of Jan. Uh, of course, we could not attend the night service, so we went for the morning service, and uh, our body uh, pain continued for the next couple of days, so we decided to uh, take a test on the 5th of January, and uh, yes, we tested positive. So it's been happening for the last uh, one week and then just positive. So, um, well, I decided to call on the doctor, our family doctor, Dr. Jain, that uh, the CSI Kalyani often be well. And uh, we are very happy with this diagnosis and prognosis every time we approach it. So he immediately asked us to come for a CD scan. We went there. Um, we did a CD scan. I was clear, but Alice had 20% uh, lung involvement. And then, so he said she has to get admitted. Uh, we we decided after a couple of minutes, uh, saying that she will uh, get admitted. And then we went to see the room. And looking at the room, it was so depressive and pathetic. He's, uh, Alice said, sorry, I'm not going to get, uh, I don't have peace here. So uh, I was a little skeptical. I said, uh, you have 20% in, uh, lung involvement, so you need to get admitted, but she was very sure that she did not want to. Uh, but the doctor was insisting, and we know, knew him pretty well, so one is his concern, secondly is the government. He said, if I let you go, the government will come and seal my hospital. Didn't know what to do, so we just came to the car and prayed, and literally absconded from the place, <laughs> uh, just messaging Dr. Jain, saying, sorry doctor, uh, probably look at another hospital, or second opinion, but we don't want to get it here and we left and uh, lo and behold from that day onwards of course we had another friend who's a doctor so she was consulting us online and uh, she prescribed a few medication which we are again not willing to take because steroids and cause a lot of damage to our system so uh, uh, we had another friend who prescribed some ayurveda medicines for us and uh, yes we took it the reason why I wanted to tell you the story, and of course, we tested negative uh, a few days back, and amen and hallelujah to God's work in our lives. He's a miracle, miracle working God. And that's the reason 
for this message this morning. He's got it, your friends. We need to stay strong in our faith. My faith was a little feeble, in fact, uh, but Alice's faith stood. In fact, the next day after uh, CSI Kalyani, we uh, went to another doctor, and the, that doctor also advised that she has to get a new. But she said, uh, Andrew, uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't have any peace in going to the hospital and being in the hospital. Uh, we'll go back home and I'll tell you why. But I didn't bother to ask her why, because I knew that she had the faith. And I went along with that faith, that mustard seed faith that she had, that inspired me as well. So we came back home. We, we had communion every day at home, along with our children. We, we followed protocols, um, everything possible, but more than anything, stood strong, the faith during these trying times, dear brothers and sisters. And that is the message that I wanted to bring you this morning. God is with you wherever you wander. Whatever you have in your mind, Romans 8.39 says, neither height nor depth or, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, sometimes we get caught up in our sin. We all have our moments when our mistakes take control. The worldly flesh of ours takes control where our hearts are weighed down with a lot of heaviness. And this time, Alice and I, I'm sure Alice also had a lot of heaviness in her heart. I had heaviness in my heart. Sometimes I went to the point that I questioned God, why God? And when we feel so far away from God, but here's the thing, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. God sees all of that. He sees our mess, our brokenness, our guilt, and he loves us in any which way we are. There is no way we can go to hide from his love. And there is no point in our lives where he sees us as undeserving or unworthy of his love. There is nothing we can do or we can say to separate ourselves from our loving God. So, even when you feel like you've gone so far from his grace, know that he hasn't left your side. You need to know that all you need is to ask for forgiveness, to clean your heart and to trust in him to lead you out of temptation and back into healing and life. And that's what happened in my life this last uh, three weeks, dear friends. He led me. He led me to believe. He led me to to undo my unbelief and to do all that, of course, we need to find strength in his name. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all this to him who gives me strength. Trust me, dear friends, it is not by our own strength or might. It is only through his strength, the almighty one, the creator who made us in his own image. There will be moments when your faith falters when you're lonely or exhausted or just plain sad, like how we felt. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure many of us in our own families could have had situations where people were down with COVID. Trust me, we experienced that, that the, the evil one attacking us during the last three weeks. And we felt the pain and the exhaustion. There will be moments where grief grabs 
a hold of you and crumbles you to the ground where all that you believe feels empty. And when each breath feels like a core, but in these moments, dear friends, you will find redemption and power only in his name. In those moments, if you choose to follow him, he will guide you away from the heartbreak, the loneliness, the death, the loss, the toughest moments of your life and back into his arms. God's word and love will give you strength even when you feel empty. So, trust in him, your friend. Give him control. Give him your fears and anxieties and aches. Give him all of you and allow him to work his beauty and grace into your life. Let him remind you, you are a child of God. Because he has got it. He has already got it. And because of which, I would say that you are the most loved, even on your darkest days. And we know this famous Bible school verse, uh, from our catechism days and from our Sunday school days, for God so loved the world that he gave us only and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. We have by heart of this verse in our lives. But how, not, how many of us have understood? Did I really understand that verse? God loves us so much. He loves you enough to give his only and only son for you, to watch his son die for you, to put the sins of the world on his back for you. That is his incredible love, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Some days you may feel undeserving or blemished or even bruised, but God doesn't see you that way. He sees how you haven't measured up. He sees the sin you carry and commit. But more importantly, he sees forgiveness. He sees you as his son or daughter. He sees you as his creation. And there is nothing you can do to remove that beautiful image of his, uh, from, this, from his mind. On your darkest days, remember that he is with you. Remember that he loves you so much. Remember that he will never forsake you. And that is the promise he gives to each and every mankind, not just to a believer, dear friends. Remember that his son died for you, and all you need to do is repent and believe in Jesus, which, of course, I don't need to tell you all. We are all believers. And the forgiveness of sins is, has come to us by default because we have accepted Christ in our heart. So then we cleansed, renewed. Replace dark with light and start again in his name. Let us continue staying on that faith, dear friends, because only when we stand on that guiding faith, on that light, lightning faith, our God will guide us. He will guide you out of all temptations if you trust him. The word of God says, 1 John uh, 4, 4, it says, you dear children are from God and have overcome them because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Your friends, how powerful this verse is. The one who is in us is so much more powerful than the one, the fellow who tries to, you know, break us and uh, steal away things from us. He's nothing. He's nothing. 
Temptation is all around us, dear friends. It will knock at our door. It will bang on our window. It will try to sneak its way into our hearts. But when we feel lost or that your faith is wavering, when you feel like your guard is slowly breaking down, pray and trust, knowing that God is stronger than any temptation or anything in this world. And if you trust in him, he will definitely rescue you. And that's the faith that we need to live in. And because of that, and because we serve an almighty God, as the word of God says in Isaiah 40, 28, do you know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary and his understanding to one can, no one can fathom. Our God is so big, dear friends. He is bigger than any pain we may experience. He is bigger than any evil we may face. He is bigger than any hardship that tries to break us into pieces, into little pieces sometimes. We are so broken and weary most of the time. And his understanding, no one can really fathom. He is an amazing God. Our God is so big. He is bigger than any other pain that we may experience. When you feel like your world is spinning and it's out of control, dear friends, when you're unsure whether you have the strength to continue, remember that God has you in the palm of his hands as the word of God says. Wherever you go, whatever you do, he is with you and will never, ever change. And that's the truth that we need to live with. There's nothing else that we need to believe in but the truth that he is always with us. And you, because you serve an almighty God who has carved you on the palms of his hands. Trust me, my friends, you have not been abandoned. You have not been left alone. Romans 12, 10 says, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. So important that as brethren, as, as the church, as the body of Christ, we need to love one another. We need to show our love to each other, to help each other, to lift up each other. Not only is God always with you, but you are surrounded by a community of believers. We are all a community of believers. There are so many people who care for you, who have good intentions for our heart, who long to protect and love and support you when you're low. We need to reach out to these people, your brothers and sisters in Christ. We need to be open to their help. Solicit advice and kindness when you need it. We need advice also sometimes. Build friendships and open your heart. You were never meant to face the world all alone, dear brothers and sisters. Talk to the people you sit by at church. Extend a helping hand to someone who's struggling. Pray for a stranger, for a friend, for someone you've never met. Know that God intended his community to be here on earth and build those connections all around you. You are never alone because you have made a community of believers by connecting with people. And because of that, 
Remember, you've done good. Sometimes we feel, it's, does God even know what we are doing? Trust me, dear friends, my brothers and sisters in Christ. God sees the real good that you are doing. And as the word of God in Hebrews 6.10 says, God is not an unjust God. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. It can be so easy to fall into the trap of feeling not good enough, dear friends. Whether it be a kindness gone unnoticed, a tired ache after a long day, sometimes people may, not, uh, may ignore it. That's what you feel. Feeling like you're never measuring up or that God doesn't care for you. It happens to all of us. It definitely happens to all of us. But often, this is because we are too focused on ourselves. To think that God's blessing, that God blessing us is so many ways, is in so many ways and often in different ways than we expect. We should do always we should always do good, uh, dear friends, and not because we want and it returns to us, but out of the kindness of our hearts. I'm sure you, you've read First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, but it talks about love and kindness. And, and, and the scripture gives so much of importance to kindness of our hearts. We should allow God's love to fill us and shine through us. We shouldn't be hoping for a reward because our reward comes from the Almighty One. We don't need to expect it. It's already given to us. It happens to all of us. But often, this is because we are focused on ourselves to see that God is blessing us in so many ways and often in different ways than we can expect. We shouldn't be hoping for a default. But we should also know that God does see the positive things that we are doing. A good deed in His eyes doesn't go unnoticed, dear brothers and sisters in Christ. He loves us and hasn't forgotten us. And of course, finally, I would like to say that your faith is much more powerful, much, much more powerful than your fear. Fear is here to take over the world, but our faith is here to overcome that fear. And our faith the faith of a mustard seed, the scripture says. And if you read in John 14, 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, not be afraid. Trust me, dear friends, if we do not have that peace in our hearts, we cannot experience that faith. We cannot live that faith in us. First, we need to get that peace in our hearts. The peace that comes only from our God, not from the world. The world can give us pieces of faith or, or uh, uh, peace, or it can give us a multitude of peace, or it can give us loads of peace, but that peace will not last. The only peace that will last is the one that comes from our almighty God. And this world will give you so many unknowns, whether that's career-wise, whether it's love or relationship-wise, whether it's health-wise, status-wise, or even where you call home. 
There are moments you can't plan for whether that has to do with your loved ones, your decisions, or how moments play out around you. In those moments, you can fold, you can be anxious, you can live with regret or fear, or you can trust God. It's a choice that we need to make. When God created us, he created man by giving him a choice to choose between the good and the evil, between God and the world. So it is our turn, dear friends. Let your faith in the Father be bigger than any fear. Even when times are tough, like today, like these days, even when you're unsure where to go, people could have lost their jobs and you don't know what to do. Even when you're filled with doubt, you need to know that God has a plan and he has got it. Know that God isn't just going to leave you in the dust. This world might not always make sense and your prayers might not be answered in the way you hope. But that doesn't mean he's ignoring you. Perhaps an unanswered prayer is a blessing you never know you need it sometimes. Isn't that true? Perhaps a closed door is an open one down the road for you, dear friends. Perhaps pain you're feeling is a powerful lesson in strength. Because the word of God says, in our weakness, his strength is manifested. Perhaps you simply need a reminder that you serve an all-powerful God. As you go back this morning for this entire week, I just want you to reflect on Job chapter 1, verse 21. Job says, may the, Lord, may the name of the Lord be praised. How would you react under a similar circumstance? How would I react to a, that similar circumstance? Let us get the right foundation. And 1 Corinthians um, 3, 10 to 70, let me just read it for you. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wide builder and someone else is building on it, but each one should build with care. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or stock, straw, your work will be shown for what is what it is, because the day will bring to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. What has been built survives. The builder will receive a reward. If it is burned up, the builders suffer loss, but yet will be saved, even though only as one escaping flame. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives among you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred and you together are the temple. We are the temple of Christ Jesus. Just before I finish and pray, I just wanted to think of a toddler building a tower of bricks and uh, see if the tower falls, you'll see the dismay in your face. Oh, if the tower is built well, you can see their delight. Gradually, even if the tower falls, gradually they'll learn that the firmer the base of the tower is, the more stable the whole structure is. 
his verses, dear friends, of 1 Corinthians, uh, all tells the Corinthians that there is no point in building amazing choice structures unless the foundations are good. That's in verse 10. Our lives are like buildings to display God's glory. So first, we need to ensure that we are building on a firm foundation and our foundation is the faith. God is built. And the only fail-safe foundation is our Jesus. He's the only fail-safe foundation. Job's troubles revealed that his foundations were secure. How about us? Having secured the right foundation, Paul explains that it matters how built. We are God's temple. And God's temple is sacred. The church is one foundation for Jesus Christ. With his own blood, he bought her and for her own life died. Let us believe that morning and allow me to pray as we close the uh, session. Father, thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Father. For helping our unbelief. We thank you for helping us stand on this strong foundation called Jesus, who has given us this faith like a mustard seed, that we can believe, O oh Father, that you have got it and that you have everything in control of our situation, our circumstances in life. Our health, our job, our businesses, our homes are master. Yes, Lord, you have it in control of them. Lord, we thank you, Father. Oh, what a privilege it is to belong to your family, your master. Lord, to stand strong in your faith, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, Lord I pray, Lord, that this morning that you'll open our hearts, O oh, Father, to receive those words of promise of Father. The strong words of promise of the Father, knowing that you are much more powerful, O Father, than the one that is in the world of Jesus. Help us to live by that word of promise. Help us to live by that faith. This morning, O Father, and continuing, O Father, through the week and the months and the years, O Lord Jesus. Lord, let not circumstances break us down, O Master, but let your promises, O Father, remain in our hearts, O Lord, that we may go forth, O oh Father, and take a step forward, O oh Father. And Lord, that we will see each and every one of your children, O oh Father, lifted up, O oh Lord Jesus, in your kingdom, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.